Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 941. Well, Matt Lauer has issued a statement uh, addressing the allegations of sexual misconduct that led to his firing by NBC. The former Today Show host said that uh, wrote that there were no words to express his sorrow and regret for the pain he had caused others by words and actions. So uh, Lauer wrote, to the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. Um, but I guess he said repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul searching. And I'm committed to beginning that effort. It's now my full time job. And he gets Dang. a big payday, right? Oh, maybe. Question mark to that. Yeah. yeah. So he had a twenty five million dollar a year contract signed in 2012 with NBC and it expires next year. So the question is, did he violate like one of those? You know, a lot of times they'll have those clauses yeah. where it's, you know, morality clauses where, hey, now we don't owe you any money. Get out of jail free cards. So we'll see what ends up happening. But um, more allegations, uh, more women are coming forward. There are more details about other situations. So uh, initially when the news broke yesterday, there was one woman who had gone to NBC executives and had a, uh, a meeting with them along with her attorney and it lasted several hours and she detailed her experience. But now more women are coming forward saying that wasn't the only yeah, one. So this, remember, this isn't just sexual harassment. This is sexual assault. Yeah. This, yes. this is a woman who said she was, I think she was passed out, you know, so they're drinking and partying a coworker yeah. uh, during the Olympics. And so she's claiming when she was passed out that Bad she might've done something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the sex toy, sent us, he gave him someone as a gift. Let's call it a love toy. A love toy. Uh, yeah, as a gift. A and it included massager. a note that? about yeah. how he wanted um, to use it with her or on her oh, geez. or whatever. Yeah. He's married. Um, you reportedly, you know, the, he's married with three what is, children. What does the wife say? Um, wow. Well, this is what's interesting. And I mean, I went <laughs> I down the rabbit hole yesterday because, you know, and back in 2000, I think it was 2006, she filed for divorce from him. Mm-hmm. Claiming, you know, um, I don't know, misconduct or something. And then like six months later, retracted it, like pulled the paperwork. So I think those two have sort of lived separate lives. How, like, he, how did he reel that in? Like, um, oh, geez, I don't even know. He's the golden goose. He's America's, I mean, Just he's the, the Today Show. Like it's, the Kobe Bryant, remember when Kobe got caught? Big old ring. The big old ring. Does Borsheim's have a she's going to leave me collection? <laughs> I'm sure. It's called diamonds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's called the entire store. <laughs> That that bring her in and say, just pick something. I love you. Please, please don't go. That's even more sad. Because all they ever really advertise is engagement rings and the ring at Christmas and the chocolate that says "I love you." They never do the "I'm sorry" collection. So this is my thing, and this is just me, my opinion. I'm not speaking for all women. I wouldn't want a piece of jewelry that commemorated the fact that you cheated on me. What would you You want? What would you want then? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but my point is, is like, you know, like, like in the case of Kobe Bryant, he got her that big old ring. You're like, so every time you look at it, you remember the, how you got it, which was the fact that your husband I slept agree. with somebody no, else. I'm just saying it, for me. And it also drew attention to, yes. to it. 
I'm just saying, I've never understood the whole like, oh, he got in the doghouse and then he went and got me this. And it's like, well, doesn't that just constantly remind you of the fact that he、yeah. behaves badly? Nice meal is what you'd rather have, right? I just, how about just please keep it in your pants? How about we,、oh, how about we、so、work、sad. on our relationship where you're just happy with, I don't know, just sleeping with me? There's, there's no shame. <laughs> oh my gosh. American Airlines is scrambling to fill a holiday pi- pilot shortage.、Um, this is interesting. It was a glitch in their scheduling system that allowed more pilots than, necess- than, than what they would normally allow to take the holidays take off. Take Christmas break. So all the pilots were able to, you know, the, the software is supposed to limit how many people can take off at the same time. So basically,、right. they're all off at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So the airline's like, okay, that was a flaw. You guys got to come back. And the union's like, nope. No, they don't. So、yeah. they got to work something out, but it could affect American Airlines canceling flights, which will have a ripple effect across the entire airline industry at Christmas. So, right now, what I was reading about was、um, the airline is calling on their backup crews, and they're also extending an offer of time and a half for pilots to come in and work, even though they've been、oh, scheduled the time. I want to be、uh, sitting on the plane with an overworked <laughs> backup pilot. I know. I thought the same thing. Like, how、yeah. about we play low down on the who's the backup? Like, who's the, who's the stringer that you put? What do you do?、Um, I mean, these guys already worked to start with, remember? They'd、uh-huh. say the airline industry, you're overworked and underpaid. So they're working diligently. I mean, they obviously have time. I mean, Christmas is a few weeks away, so they could. It, maybe the pilots are holding out like we all do when they've overbooked a flight, and this is just the, 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 the stewardess has come on and given you that initial offer, like $100 and a seat on the next flight. And they're like, we'll wait. They need, to get, they need to get this flight moving. They'll, maybe, they'll up the ante. Maybe they can get that Jake Pavelka back. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to him,、oh, the bachelor.、Yeah. <laughs> Don't Jake Pavelka. Yeah. I wonder if he's still out there flying. On the wings of love. So terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Molly, you had a crush on him. No, never.、Uh, Omaha is getting their first nonstop international flight. I don't know if we're going to be changing the name of the airport or I should say airfield anytime soon, but Omaha to Toronto,、uh, operated by Air Canada, will be starting May 1st. And、uh, Air Canada is the first foreign airline to offer regular service to and from Epley. I'm excited. I've never been to Toronto. I'm、Amazing. going. And, we're going.、Um, Let's you know, do I it. I went to Montreal, but we had to fly into Burlington, Vermont, and then drive. I'm sure there was direct.、Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. There I, probably was direct, but it's just really expensive. Going, You'd have to transfer, like whatever.、Yeah. Right to Toronto? And it's,、yeah. it's as, as short as going to Vegas. a hockey game? It's as short as going to Vegas. Toronto's amazing. It's just, let's go. Yeah, I want to go to the、it's、hockey game. It's practically America. I mean, you can see America. You can see America from hey, the. It's、uh, just North Buffalo. It's Canada's New York City, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, if you go like、oh. across the bridge in Detroit, you know, that leads into Canada and then you're into Ontario, yours to discover.、Uh, and Toronto is, I mean, basically, Toronto is like Canadian Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it's got all of the bells and whistles, it's on a lakefront. They've got really neat,、um, they've got trolley service. It's really cool. They have like streetcars, trolleys. Uh, there's well, lots of great sports, tons Buff- of great restaurants. Buffalo's the town that's really close to Toronto. It's, yeah. It's Buffalo, South Toronto, Toronto's North Buffalo. Okay. But,、uh, that's awesome news. Th- I know.、Yeah. Uh, not, direct flights. So the flights will leave Toronto at 2 30, land in Omaha at about 4. So, but the way they're pitching this, they're like, don't just think about it that it's Toronto. The deal is you go Omaha, Toronto, and now Toronto to the world. 
Oh, okay. that's where you'll hop off to Europe. Okay, all Omaha, right. Toronto, Toronto, Bing, anywhere, anywhere in the world. Okay, that's how you get to Canada or not Canada, Cuba. Cuba. Oh yeah, because you would have to go through. A lot of people do that. Since, yeah. Since they since they took it away from us. <laughs> no, it's like so. Wait, when's it start? May first. May first. So that'll be it. the deal. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something special on the first flight. Uh, out, you know. They serve some Molson Canadian or some Labatt's. Ooh. A bottle of maple syrup. Ooh, I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think I, I take the beer problem. over the... Yeah, I have a problem. I was trying. Uh, avoiding marriage might be an invitation to dementia. There's new uh, research that says people who stay single all their lives have a 42% higher chance of developing dementia. Uh, the lead author of the study says it doesn't appear that marriage itself wards off dementia. I think it's just the interaction. Yeah. The married people benefit from living a general healthier lifestyle, having more social stimulation because you're living with somebody. Your noodle. You got to flex the noodle more often. You're constantly being henpicked. Where's this? Where is that? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? So your brain, the male brain, working, is constantly, right? he's constantly coming up with lies and cover stories and <laughs> where the single male brain is just slack. Mm-hmm. It's just I haven't had to, I haven't had to lie for a while. <laughs> I don't even know when I took out the trash or didn't take out the trash. Nobody asked. It's just becoming soft. It makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. That's well, I mean, that that's works. this question works for is, both sides. Then those websites yeah. like Luminos- Luminosity or whatever you know those those mental games. Mm-hmm. There's been questions of whether any of that is legit. What kind of mental gymnastics? can be done to flex the brain. If the yeah. brain is a muscle, yeah. if you don't flex it, it goes it soft. It gets soft yeah, and squishy. I'm well, telling you, there's this documentary you guys need to um, watch. It's called Cuba and the Cameraman. They just dropped it on Netflix, and it is so cool. About, What's it about? It's about Cuba. But it basically, the guy slapped together all this amazing footage of traveling back and forth from Cuba since the 70s all the way up until like five years ago. Yeah. And he keeps going back to the same people. So you get a little window of of the same groups of people living in Cuba, how their life has changed. Okay. But on a side note, you see these people, you know how the health care is terrible and mm-hmm. people are poor. These farmers down there, these three old men that he keeps visiting, they're just one side story. They're still farming in their 80s and 90s. Wow. I mean, it's a 90-year-old man who still is a manual laborer in the fields. That's And saying in Spanish, I've never had a sick day. Yeah. I mean... So you have to see it, but you'll see this moment. I'm like, that's clearly something different than America of of like one positive. Obviously, they're very poor. But when you're out there working and stretching, that's what the guy says. These two 90-year-old men are riding bicycles up and down the road, and they look like 10-year-olds. They've never stopped. And like so the muscle. This, muscle, muscle. This guy, every time he goes back, he tries to arm wrestle them. And even in their 90s, he can't, he can't beat them. Wow. You know, just the deal of being out, you know, working for a living. Yeah, they don't have power. Have, they don't yeah. have electricity. Yeah. It's pretty good. Cuba and the cameraman. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel 941com Around us. Um, our diaper drive. Very important. That's not for about two weeks from tomorrow is when the drop-off all starts. So ours is a little different when it comes to the other ones. You just got to grab your diapers. 
uh, whenever the, the time comes. And you know, if you're out and about, just remember, then you just drop them off to us on the 15th, 16th, 17th. And the 132nd and Dodge, the high V parking lot. You won't be able to miss it. There'll be big trucks and a big line. Yeah. So, yeah, we're asking you to do that. And we're starting to get emails from people. Uh, who are taking part, and we'd love to hear from you. If you want to give us a call, 938-9400, and let us know. Uh, it's always uh, the nervous time the next uh, couple weeks because, you know, sometimes it's a little silent, and then all of a sudden the storm comes, you know, like that calm before the storm. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, all right, so also there's uh, something going on in the building as well. We just want to let you guys know Adopt a Family is uh, starting today. Yeah. From the Christmas station, uh, Star 104.5. So yeah. they're in our building, and they uh, this is, I think, the 18th year they've done a adoptive family. And we definitely, when we, get, huge. we get people who come it. through our diaper drive, a lot of times we get families that will go, you know, hey, have you, have you done this before? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, yeah, or this is my you know first year, but we just did adoptive family. Yeah. We get a lot of crossover, mm-hmm. like big-hearted people that give to... Diaper drive, adopt a family, other stuff. So yeah. that's really cool. So we just want to put people out there that if you want to adopt a family, you can do it today. The details are at 104star.com. Yeah. A lot of times people t- will get together, like their family will adopt another family or like classrooms. I've done that with the kids' school where the classrooms will adopt a family. Um, and it's such a neat opportunity to help out other families that maybe are struggling to have uh, a Christmas that they would they would like for their family. So. God, could you imagine being even stuck in a situation? I mean, there's a lot of need uh, out there, but I couldn't imagine, I mean, even for the diaper drive, you know, I mean, those the people, that the, the reason why we do the diaper drive is because uh, a lot of times, you know, they're running from different situations, but they, they have yeah. to uh, get the prescriptions, the presents, stuff like that in lieu of diapers. So we try to take care of that side so they don't have to worry about that. Right. Make those um, hard decisions. But also on the other side, having uh, nothing. Yeah, the stress at Christmas. Jeez. Holidays are stressful for a lot of families, you know, yeah. when money's tight. Sucks. You know, kids are like, we're going to have Christmas this year. You feel terrible for that position. Uh, so adoptive families, today, just today and tomorrow, though. Yeah, that's so it. So from now until 6 p.m. today and tomorrow, 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. And you can adopt a family. They're they're broadcasting over at West Roads. Yeah. Go say hi to Chris. Chris and Terry. Yeah, yeah. So nice. <laughs> I love yeah. Chris. He's he so might fun. be wearing his, uh, the other day he was sporting a uh, a suit jacket. Chappie. Whereas I Chappie, you digging He's the funny. Christmas music? Yes, I am. Yeah. I absolutely love it. We're like, Chappie, what's your favorite Christmas song? All of I, them. I love all of them. I said, Chappie, go play me Little Drummer Boy. He's like, I'm going to slap you in your face. <laughs> uh, they're great guys, though. And he was, and, and Chappie was, he get, they, they get stressed every year like we do for our diaper yes, drive. Yes, he's totally stressed. They right want to hit their goal. Yeah. Um, they don't want to leave any families not not adopted. That's what the deal is. Uh, so, so if yeah. you're someone listening and you're willing to do it, thank you in advance yeah. for helping those guys out with adoptive family, and thanks in advance yeah. for helping us with our uh, our diaper drive. Two pretty cool things. Then you can go off and and I mean Santa's watching. No Santa. Mm-hmm. It's like the final couple deals. Yeah, that's a good point. Rub Jeff. off all the bad you did this year. Yeah, if you did a bad, you know you did bad. You know who you are. Um, this is time to, to fix it so you don't get that lump of coal, um, you know, in the, in the stocking when, mm-hmm. when Santa comes for the visit. And it can happen. I mean, you're making, Chris, you're making Christmas happen for a family. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty powerful, man. Well, yeah. especially this time of year, you know, like Jeff, you were saying, it's, I mean, it's, it's an expensive time of year. A lot of times, you know, parents are pulling coats 
out of the closet that fit last year. They don't fit this year. And, you know, winter coats aren't cheap. And it comes at a time of year where, you know, heating bills are going up and everybody's getting sick. It's cold and flu season. And then on top of that, you have the holidays and you want to make it special for everyone. It can be really overwhelming for a lot of parents. So this is a wonderful opportunity yeah, to I mean, maybe all the- help. Release some of that stress. When we were little kids, you know, how much did we stress our parents when we, when I said, I want this and I want that? You know what I mean? Yes. As a parent, I'm not a parent, but as a parent, you want to give them all of that. Everything. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's funny because it's the little things that just snowball. You know, I mean, it's like all of a sudden, you know, the boots don't fit and all of a sudden, you know, they need new school pants or something. And it's just like, did you just grow overnight? And it's like, yeah, I did. Actually, I grew overnight and now nothing fits. And you have to buy me a brand new wardrobe, even though you did it just three months ago. So for all that stress that we put our parents on and all those Christmases and all those Santa Claus appearances, do you remember, though, now looking back, a favorite toy, a Christmas where Um, the toy under the tree made it happen? And think how many you don't remember. There's a lot I don't remember, actually. That's because of a lot of alcohol consumption. As a child? No. As a child? Oh, my God. I said, wow, your house Party was really different. Was a drunk boy. Yeah. I do not remember second grade at all. <laughs> Mike's not getting anything for Christmas. We'll start plying him with liquor now because uh, hopefully he won't even notice the difference. You're saying your adult <laughs> yeah. drinking has wiped away your childhood memories. Well, that I just block stuff out. Quite yeah, tragic. You can't yeah. remember a favorite toy? I did. And I wanted an Atari and I you know, wanted uh, this and that. But uh, like our family, we didn't have a lot. You know, We didn't have a lot at all. So uh, it wasn't... Uh, there really wasn't. We had we every year we would get the uh, this the catalog, you know, and it'd be all the toys, and we just kind of fill out and you know just dream a little bit here and there. But um, yeah, it's my parents did what they could do, you know. So there really wasn't a whole lot of uh, I want this. Can you get me this? They just got whatever they could. So instead of so you a, never got what you asked for Lincoln Logs. I remember getting that. I love that so much. But yeah, I don't know. We never really asked for stuff because. Santa didn't come to our house. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Jeff, what was your maker break? Tragic, what is your... More tragic by the moment. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember uh, Star Wars obviously was huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and armor. I wanted armor. Sweet. And I vividly remember, you know, waiting under the tree. Like it was, I had only asked for one thing. Uh-huh. And I must have been a little bit older to start logically thinking, look, you guys only have one thing to get. <laughs> and looking under the tree, and there were uh, several packages, but almost like, being frustrated because even them wrapped up, that didn't look like armor. It was kind of like, like, you know, there was one thing you had to get. <laughs> and they did a really good job of letting me open all the presents. They go, that's it. Merry and there Christmas. was no armor. Oh, and gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, they, well, I don't think I was a jerk, but You're I sad. was heartbroken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they went, they let, the right amount of time passed, and then they were like, "Oh, we forgot. I think there's one more in the closet, and it was armor. Oh, sweet. and they had to go find um because they didn't really make armor. I don't know what I wanted, but it was they had to. It was a costume. Okay, yeah, like probably Mangelson's. Yeah, enough to look at to look like oh. armor, of course. And it was amazing. Like that That's one the gift that you want. Yeah, the one thing. Well, it's your opportunity to do that, Molly. Do you have one gift? One gift I remember, it's so silly. My dad had gotten me, speaking of Star Wars, my dad had gotten me um, while we were out shopping the night before Christmas. And it wasn't necessarily a traditional Christmas present. It was the uh, uh, a comic book of Star Wars. And it's funny because when you look at the pictures of that uh, Christmas Eve, 
I'm holding it in every single photo. Oh, are you really? <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it down. Like, it's like pictures of, like, let's get a picture with you and the cousins. I was like, okay, but I'm holding my book. Yeah. <laughs> so that's He's like all you line. see is, this, oh, is awesome. this comic book with me this entire Christmas. Well, with the adoptive family, uh, you can make those uh, those dreams kind of come true for some people that can't afford. So, yeah, make sure you check it out. You can go to star uh, 104star.com. Of course, our diaper drive, too. Very important. Do not forget that. That's just as uh, equally as huge. All right, that's channel941.com. We don't yeah. normally want you to stray to another radio station. No, but he'll be back. We know that. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel941.com. Well, Justin Bieber may have his act together, but it sounds like his head of security might want to get on board. Uh, this guy is Justin Bieber's bodyguard and was arrested early this morning for drunk driving and leaving the scene of a crash. He was involved in an accident that injured two police officers in Miami. This guy has been with Bieber for a while. Um, The two injured cops have already been released, but I guess uh, he's been twice arrested in Miami for disorderly conduct back in 2007 and 2013, though both charges were eventually dismissed. But I wonder what this means for him moving forward as Justin Bieber's main body guy. And they say age is what drove uh, um, Jennifer Lawrence and Darren Aronofsky to break up. He's 48. She's 27. And that at the end of the day, it was just too much. Too old. Too old, old man. Too much of an age difference. Different people. Um, Jennifer Lawrence has yet to figure out her life and how it'll evolve. He has responsibilities in life that she has yet to experience. You know, he's older Maybe she guy. started playing the age game, which is where you start going back in the past. So yeah. it's fine now that she's 28 and the guy's like 45. Yeah. But then I've dated girls where their girlfriends say out loud, 10, 20. Oh, They're geez. like, when he was 20, you were 10. Yeah. That's always fun to hear. Yeah, that gets weird. That's when you're looking at her girlfriends, I stop talking. <laughs> well, when he was 20, she wasn't born yet. So, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's not go. fun. <laughs> like, when you do that one, you're like, oh, you but, were 10. I mean, that's fine. But, like, when you're like, I was 20 and you were just a twinkle in my parents' eye, you're like, like okay, it, we need to maybe. You can at least say that he got to uh, hang out with uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. For a year. Yeah, for a year they dated. Uh, Mariah Carey got paid. It's a pre-prenup. This is where the money's at, people. This is a prenup to the to even getting married. Um, Mariah Carey reportedly walked away with 5 to $10 million after uh, she and ex-fiance James Packer called it quits. They were engaged last year, called off the engagement she was allegedly seeking $50 million in convenience fee from Parker after the uh, the engagement broke. Uh, a number they'd allegedly discussed putting in their prenuptial agreement. Actually, had they actually gotten hitched. How many times instead, has she been married? Well, she was married to uh, Nick, Cannon. Nick Cannon for a while, right? Had, when well, she launched her career, she was married to a big producer, like a big uh, music guy. And that was another one where I mean, it was did like, he get paid? I'm, I'm curious if Cannon got paid when they divorced. I think oh, he's geez. got money, though. I mean, I don't know if he's got Mariah Carey money, but he's got a lot of irons in the fire. He does radio, and remember, he's got America's Got Talent and all of his comedy stuff. 
Did you so see him get up at the American Music Awards? He doesn't have taste for fashion. I'll well, tell you that now. He was being, dressing like a goof. I know. But it looks like he's like working out too much. He has boobs. Oh, is he getting roped like Dave Chappelle, where everyone was like, "What's going on?" But it was the bad kind, where guys like of a certain age is like, "Dude, I don't know that did I don't know." He had a wife beater on, and he looked like he had boobs. And then he had that uh, uh, whatever that hat on. I thought it was a woman. (laughs) You're like, look at the chest up. Whoa, that's a dude. Yeah, because that was the theme that whole night of, you know, a bunch of cleavage and all that fun stuff. We're not fun stuff. Cleavage? I can't even say it. How dare me? Cleavage. How dare me say that? How dare me? Well, it's amazing how much she's getting paid for not even having to go through with anything. Oh, well. She's already a millionaire, right? I mean, she's already loaded. And she got to keep the ring. Do you want like the ice skating rink? Do you want to keep the ring? Do people keep the ring? I don't know what you do with that stuff, right? No, you if go sell it Carey, to like, salt yeah, for a quarter of the price. Failed jewelry, you bet. I don't think Mariah Carey had a whole lot of love invested in this relationship. It looks like this was pure payday. So I'm sure she looks at that ring and she's like, ah! I don't think it's like, oh, God, remember James and how that didn't work out? I think she looks at the ring and goes like, remember James and that payday I got when it didn't work out? So between the cash and the ring, Mariah Carey walked away with anywhere between five and ten million dollars, and she didn't even have to marry the guy. Wow! Oh, to be Mariah, and this is one of my favorite stories coming out. Okay, so all this week everybody's been talking about how Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have gotten engaged. Yeah, um, and they're going to be living, you know, in his like cottage at Kensington Palace. Well, what's funny is is that he lives there now, and he's neighbors to his older brother, Prince William, and Prince William's wife, Kate, and their kids. And so Prince William was interviewed this week, like, "Oh, what are you, you know, what are you looking for? What are you hoping for?" He's like, "We're really excited." and delighted for them both. But Prince William said, for me personally, I hope it means that he stays out of my fridge and will stop scrounging my food. Uh, here it is right here. Yeah, all very excited. Um, delighted for them both. Um, and uh, wishing them all the happiness in this very exciting time. And for me personally, I hope it means he stays out of my fridge. Um, it's something scrounging off all my food he's done over the last few years. So I'm but, deeply excited. And they look like a, a lovely couple together. I mean, I look all a bit gooey and a bit, a bit teary when we saw them together. I mean, they, they look... So much in love. Yes, no, absolutely. And it's um, it's a fantastic process to go through, you know, the engagement and then the build up to the wedding and things like that. So they've got a lot of happy times ahead of them. And I think they're um, yeah, very caught up in the moment. And I wish them all the happiness and success in planning the wedding. Isn't that funny? He's like, uh, he goes into his fridge and I gets love his it. food. Because, I mean, to us, <laughs> I guess, they're why like not? You know? royals, right? But they're brothers. And so it's like your young bachelor brother who lives next door probably comes home from a night out on the town with the guys. And it's like, I have I have condiments in mine, even though I'm. Yeah. I'm a, a prince, and I just love the fact that even when you're a prince, you still scrounge around in you know your next door older brother's married. And he says it so seriously too. By the way, I like I hope he stays the hell out of my fridge. I guess uh, Harry's already trying to improve his kitchen skills. Keep in mind that when they interviewed both Harry and uh, Meghan, they said that they were roasting a chicken when he engaged. So maybe maybe they're trying. Go studio. This is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1.